0: And now, being diva, that's to and
1: back to the BDSM show. That's Billy and Devo, talk sports and manliness. As always, I'm Billy.
0: I'm Devo. Things are coming back. Absolutely. The, um, um, this weekend or last weekend, I, uh, had a housewarming party that you didn't make it to.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: (laughs) We, um, your car broke down. Yep. Man, that's gotta be so stressful. Do you have the kids in the car with you? I uh, absolutely did. <laughs> that sucks so bad. Did you get like? Did you have to get a jump or a toe or what? Um, how did it go down? We ended up getting a toe. Um, thankfully, the kids
1: handled it well because they, they didn't know what was going on. They just knew we were sitting waiting. Uh, the only thing that Bub didn't really take well was that we weren't going to Tampa anymore, because he <laughs> was he was really looking forward to coming up to hang out with Finn. Finn said the same thing all day. He's like,
0: "Where's Bubba?" I'm like, "He's not yeah. coming."
1: Yeah, so that's his biggest disappointment was that. Uh, Thankfully, Heather's mom came and got the kids and Heather. So I sat in the hot sun with Heather's car. Like, I guess a good husband should.
0: It's better that way. You don't want the kids or the wife there with you.
1: Right. So there was that. But we got a tow, got it to the dealership. And when Heather was on the phone with them, it turns out that it... When we pulled into the gas station, we filled up, went to start it, wouldn't start. So my initial thought was, and this has happened before, <clears throat> not with this car, but I've I've experienced it before. And in, in the past, it's either been the alternator or the starter.
0: Right, because you were just running, so why would the battery be dead?
1: Exactly. So that was my thought. So, okay, you know, she's got the, the warranty on the car, so let's bring it to the dealership. Well, the service shop... Uh, for the local Kia uh, closes at 1. What time did we break down? 1:15. <laughs> oh, no. So the Northport Kia or Port Charlotte Kia, I think it is officially Fusillo is it's actually huge. Having, yeah, they're actually having a grand opening this weekend. So their service shop wasn't even open for the day because they were basically using it to evaluate all the trade-ins. Um so she gets on the phone with them and tell her oh yeah we're closed sorry we can't look at it today and she goes okay well i just want to tow it there so that it's there when you open monday morning it's there oh well we don't have room for it she goes bullshit you got 15 acres there's <laughs> not room, that for, room for one more car oh well, it's our grand opening and we're just packed right now and, and so she goes well let me talk to the service manager so the service manager gets on the phone and she goes there has to be somewhere Oh well we could just park it in the grass She goes fine Park it on the grass Don't give a shit Just park it somewhere It has to be there I'm not paying the tow it twice I shouldn't Yeah exactly pay. No So I sit and wait And it turns out State Farm had a glitch in their system And the First Call to a tow truck Didn't go through And nobody told State Farm that So State Farm didn't know Until Heather called them back to see what the tow truck was. Hey, where's my tow truck? Right. And they said, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you mean that tow truck?
1: Right. So they push through another call, and the second company gets the alert, because I guess they use a middleman, and they didn't get to the first company, because they fucking suck. Um, so the second guy calls, you know, he, he called her to let her know he was on the way, and she's like, well, my husband's with the car, so call him. And guy was a real nice dude. You know, He called. He's like, I just want to, you know, I like to give people a heads up that somebody actually is coming. He's like, I know given this situation that <laughs> the first it's guy stressful. didn't come. Yeah. So he's like, I just want you to know that I'm for real coming. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm passing Sarasota now. So I'll be there in, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So by the time we got there, I'd been sitting out there in the hot sun for two hours. I officially reek. Because Yuck. Sitting out in the sun. And um, so we get it there. This fucking parking lot around the service center half empty. Jesus Christ, half empty. The, the the one of the ladies comes out from you know they're they're pushing all the the cars and shit on people. And so one of the customer service ladies comes out and she's like, she's we're walking around the lot like, where can we drop this? Because the guy's got it on the flatbed. Oh, we could take this spot. We could take that spot. We could take this spot. <laughs> we could take that spot. We could take this spot. That spot. This spot. That spot. This spot. That spot. That spot. All over the fucking parking lot. That's and it, like, if it came down to it, I was going to tell her, look, you're having a grand opening here. I would hate for all these people to see just how shitty you're treating one of your customers. Because she bought it from the Cape Coral Fusello. So until we get rid of that car, really we're a customer. Yeah, It's covered true. under their warranty. So we will be coming back there if we have issues. We're still a customer. It doesn't just end the day we signed the contract by the fucking car. So we were pre- we were fully prepared to make a scene if we had to. And uh we got there and the parking lot. Plenty was of places. FMT. And I'm like, that's weird. I go, I, I told her, I fucking called her right on her shit. I go, you know when my wife was on the phone with the service manager, he said there was nowhere to nowhere to park it, nowhere to leave it.
0: Don't bring it here.
1: Right. So clearly there's plenty of space oh yeah yeah there's
0: <laughs> plenty of space so who's the service manager let's show him this maybe he's well, maybe thinking of he, a, di- a different dealership maybe he needs his eye checked <laughs> you know so well, how can i trust him to work on my car if i can't trust him to look out the window
1: right so she uh she left it there and they looked at it monday and said oh yeah it's a, a bad battery not covered of course. <laughs> so get it fixed, all that stuff, mm-hmm. but she's got it back now, it's perfectly fine.
0: Well, if it if it dies again like in a month, then you didn't need a battery.
1: Right. You Which know what I, I saying? knew we didn't. So How does everything on the car work fine and suddenly the it's the battery?
0: It's the battery, even though it was just running a minute ago.
1: Right, the AC kicked on. The radio was on, full blast, yeah. clear as day. The lights were on, power locks worked. Which is why I thought, well, it's the alternator or the starter. Right. Everything is working.
0: Well, if the alternator's not charging the battery, then the battery would die. And replacing it would start it again, but the alternator, if it's not charging it, eventually that battery dies. Right. So, so when it dies
1: again, we have a big motherfucker problem. Yeah,
0: somebody owes you 100 bucks or whatever they got you for that battery.
1: Oh, uh, you goddamn right. And you better believe we'll get that back.
0: So <clears throat> the housewarming party went really well. Yeah. Um I drank a lot of beer. Of course. I um Jen's cousins came up from Miami. Okay. So that was fun. Um they apparently are f- fitness people, like they do like the fitness thing. Right. So they brought some really nice bicycles with them. Nice. And, um, left him on the back of their truck, you know, chained up. Right. And then they went to Ebor City, and I stayed here. Uh-huh. And then when they got back, their bicycles were gone. Well, I, you know, I'm shocked. Well, like, the, I went out and looked. The cable lock that they had locking this thing on was probably as thick as, like, like, if you were holding, a like, a... Penis? Like, um... I mean, there's varying thicknesses, like a roll of nickels, <laughs> like like that, right? Thick of a cable, and it was just pinched right off. And she said they were chained to each other too, and so, so apparently, and I was here, dude. I was watching the USF game, right? So somebody got somebody got away with some pretty nice bicycles, from what I understand. Fucked um, up, man. It is the backyard looked good. There is. A storm brewing. Yes. This is a biggin'. Right. It's category four right now. One of the biggest storms that come through in a while. Yeah, in like at least ten years. Something like um, that. The Bahamas are about to get wrecked, or are being wrecked. Oh, they're getting fucked up right now. And um, it's the forecast cone has it making landfall either in... Anywhere from Miami all the way up to, like, the, you know, the, all the way up through North Carolina. So, like, that's, like, this huge, like, official, like, eye wall landfall. Right, because
1: they don't know what the fuck to make of it.
0: Now, that being said, that's the actual eye that they're tracking. Right. The storm's a big bastard, so we're going to get rain Thursday and Friday out of it.
1: Well, allegedly the rainy side of it is on the east. That's the dirty it. side, yep. So I mean for the most part I think we're supposed to just get winds. But a, a we'll nice see. Breeze. I it's it's Florida, man. It's <clears throat> I can tell you having having spent thirty two years in Florida, Cuba will weaken it. I don't I don't see any reason to think that this is gonna be any different from any other hurricane that's died over Cuba. I'm not saying it'll die, but I'd be shocked if it gets to Florida and it's still a a massive Category 4. That said, I don't obviously know more than the meteorologists and other weather experts who went to school for this, (laughs) but let's just say I'm not panicking yet.
0: Well, it looks like Friday is the day that we in Tampa will see remnants of this. Right. Um, it's not, And it's not even like 100% chance of precipitation. It's listed at like 80, which to be honest, in Florida, it rains every day. So that's not yeah. like you're not going out on a limb here and telling me 80. Right. My streets um, were flooded last night from a different I, rain. If I click the wind button, it says the big winds are going to be between 4 a.m. and like 4 p.m. So like right. 25 mile an hour sustained winds. Which is pretty quick if you think about it. Like that's a stiff breeze. It is a stiff breeze, but it's not hurricane category four hurricane stiff. No, that's not even tropical depression stiff.
1: Right, that's a heavy Florida
0: thunderstorm. So, so. that's happening. Um, hold on, I got to go back to my list now. I clicked on too many fucking. T- sorry for cursing. Too many tabs.
1: Sorry for cursing. <clears throat>
0: I know. I know. Um, we started watching Supergirl. Oh, yeah? Have you seen it? I have not. I've heard pretty good things about it. It's re- she's super hot, and it's really good. Nice. That's like, a good combination. I mean, it's all, like, B-level villains. Like, you're right. not going to get Lex Luthor in there, and you're not going to get, you know... Darkseid. F- Freeze. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're all level, um, B-level guys. I mean, that but makes sense. You're not going to waste those on the Supergirl TV series on the CW. Right. They speak of Superman, and they've seen you've seen him, but it's only like his back and his cape kind of thing. Yeah, like that old gag. Of course, there was. You one know what other episode.
1: series that's out that I've heard is I've I've heard good things so far. It came out on Netflix on Friday. It Was Luke Cage?
0: I heard the same thing actually.
1: It's another one of those Marvel Netflix series.
0: I saw the preview for it, and it looked really good.
1: Yeah, it looks like fun. So Heather's into the whole Netflix thing. I I used to be, and I just don't have the patience for it anymore.
0: Patience for no commercials? That that makes sense.
1: And sitting down for 40 minutes or an hour to sit and watch a show. I've got a short attention span. I mean, I, I got a DVR full of stuff that I still got to watch, and I just don't because I got to make time for it.
0: It is hard to carve out time to watch a show Right, um,
1: especially with two kids
0: That's true I try to watch, like, maybe one before I go to bed Right, and so and that's
1: when I get my Xbox time in Everybody's <laughs> see, asleep and I can be not bothered
0: See, and I just don't Xbox anymore All I do is Minecraft and Sonic the Hedgehog and Plants vs. Zombies Right So um, There was a Flash crossover Episode, nice. Which was really good. He apparently ran fast enough to go to a different dimension and ended up in the Supergirl dimension. He helped her defeat some villains in the episode, and then she helped him return back to his dimension. Nice. So that was pretty cool. And I know that Supergirl has just been recently acquired by CW, which is the same um, production or same, what do they call it? Media... Conglomerate channel. channel that owns um, Green Arrow and Flash, right? So I think that's what they're kind of going for, like a like a B level um, Justice League. You know what I mean? Sure. Although They'll Flash is a, them, yeah. Um, the John Jones, the man Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. is one of the also one of the main characters in um, Supergirl. Nice. So that was pretty cool. I came in and I was like, Oh, I was like, is that John Jones? And she she's like, How do you know that? I'm like, Well if you watch like one episode of anything, you know who John Jones is. Right. I was like, any of the cartoons have him in it. So, um so it was pretty good. It was definitely worth uh worth watching. There is nice. one um, that I've been told to watch, and it's called Westworld. Have you heard? I've of- heard a few good things
1: about that too mostly in the last couple of days
0: yeah somebody at work mentioned it to me yesterday and then i saw nikki um, posted, about yeah, TJ posted, posted about it yeah posted about it and it, so here's what it is let me give you the quick synopsis if you want it if i mean if you're not all interested right. i'll just go the next i may check it out who knows it's, it's like an amusement park um that is set in the wild west uh-huh so it's kind of like a role play thing all of the other characters are Androids, like animatronic androids Oh And they become self-aware Oh boy And then, you know, chaos ensues Naturally So it's it's current times, but in a western, old west setting But humans versus androids kind of deal Nice So, there you have it Spoiler alert, I guess Oh yeah but That's how it was described to me That's how you pull people in um let's see here. The um new Batman solo movie with Ben Affleck writing and directing? Right. It got a name. What's it called? The Batman. Oh. <laughs> Very creative. Put a lot of thought in that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh let's see. What's the first one? Let's go. Did somebody use Batman already? Yes. Michael Keaton used that one. Right. Then let's just call it the Batman. Right,
1: the, like, the Ohio State. Like, there's not another one.
0: Right, like the dollhouse.
1: So. Right. And then the dollhouse, they spell it with two E's, right? They do.
0: You know how I know that is, um... You've only been there a few times? I mean, a time or two. I went there one time and, well, I mean, you know, I've been there several times, but this specific instance, the lady comes and gives me a polo shirt with the dollhouse logo on it. Nice. I mean, I took it because I'm not equipped to turn anything free down. Naturally. And I was like, what, what am I going to use this for? Like, when is it going to be appropriate for me to wear a collared shirt that has a strip club logo on it? When you go back to that strip club? <laughs> the people think I work there, and they'll be like, oh, get some
1: more ice. <laughs> right, and then you go, fuck off, Cherkov.' I'm just yeah. here to...
0: Watch the ladies I'm here for the articles There's a, <laughs> a fajita bar that I'm very interested in I've heard Desiree has fantastic articles I'm <laughs> getting tax advice from Chastity <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be a CPA
1: I'm getting ad drop advice from,
0: uh, from Destiny <laughs> Mercedes said that I, should, that I should keep Arian Foster on my bench Right um, And then here's a new recent development. My 19-month-old son, Archer, mm-hmm. is opening doors. Yes. Nice. That's super helpful when you put him down to bed, and then he climbs out of bed and opens the door. Right. And then times 20.
1: Yes. Ashlyn so, is the
0: same way now. So today, I was um trying to get him to sleep. Jen was trying to get him to sleep. I was reading Finn some books. Mm-hmm. Archer comes walking into Finn's room. I pick them up, I lay them down in between us, I finish off the book I'm reading, bingo, bango, bongo, they're both asleep, so I left them in there. So, our turn for adorable sleeping (laughs) together right now. Fantastic. Yeah, Ashlyn's thing is, um,
1: she finally figured out how to open her door, like, 100%. Like, she used to just take a swing at the handle. (laughs) Just rattle the shit out of it. Right, just grab it and yank, and if it opens, great, she's out. And if not, she'll go sit back in bed and wait for someone to come get her. Just scream until someone gets her. But she, she just sits in the monitor going, Mommy? Daddy? Mommy? Daddy? But now she's got it down. So now she comes into our room at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning.
0: Yep, because that's what that's Archer just does, just too. that's
1: what we want. And the first couple nights I went and I would lay down with her And she doesn't want to lay down So I would lay down in bed with her And then next thing I know Heather's waking me up at 7.30 Going hey what happened <laughs> like, I <laughs> came and fell asleep Because turns out I can fall asleep anywhere Even a toddler sized bed <laughs> That's awesome So there's that Yeah And the last couple nights actually we've just I've gone back there put her back in her bed And then left and Let her figure it out on her own so once she figured out that she could get out of bed on her own and get out of the room, that was it. She's in her room every day, at usually by 6 o'clock.
0: That's so, funny. Archer's the same way. So we'll see how he does tonight. I might move him back to his bed just so he doesn't wake up Finney early and then Finney has a shitty day. I don't think it's worth the risk. Oh, it's like a time bomb, right? Like, right, because if you wake him up when you move him, then you know, I'm st- stuck with him at 2 a.m. Right, and you're gonna to try to lay him down and he's gonna open the door. <laughs> that's right. So <clears throat> oh, let's see what's next on my that's all I had on my list for intro. Nice. Um we got fantasy next.
1: We do have fantasy. Wait, are we talking football or are we talking fantasies? I mean I could go either way. Well,
0: you're my fantasy, so Holler Hi. Hold well, on, I'm opening my phone right now.
1: <laughs>
0: so I I need a tight end, right? <laughs> Giggity. and I don't want to oh, drop. You've got the... as a
1: wide receiver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drop the one that I have.
1: Right, naturally.
0: So I I got to pick one of these wide receivers to drop. Right. And I don't know that I want to drop any of them. Right. That's that's a tough thing when you like your team. Yeah. It's like, who do I give up? I do. I'm just going to have to go with, like, season stats so far and then who's playing next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's got
1: the lowest combined with a tough matchup this week.
0: Well, yeah, the week after next. So that way I don't have to worry about, you know, for two weeks I don't have to worry about him Right. So that's probably what I'll do. I have Antonio Gates, but I don't think he's going to play. I don't. I was unaware he's even played a snap this year. That's what I... I I think I drafted him on name value, right? Naturally. You know what I mean. Maybe I'll drop him.
1: You could. There's Since, some decent tight ends out there. I want to say.
0: I love a good tight end.
1: Yeah, no one likes a wide receiver.
0: No, it's all. I'm all about tight end like Gronkowski
1: or Jake Butt. <laughs> That's an actual guy. That's an actual player.
0: Or Barry McCoigner. <laughs> Richard Hurts. Philip
1: McCrevis. (laughs) No, but seriously, Jake Butt is a tight end at Michigan. So there's that.
0: Uh, Let's see here. So so run me through what you got.
1: We have a new leader at the top of the board after uh, the last undefeated team. The uh what's it uh trial by Quanbat, Steve Midkiff.
0: Go Steve.
1: Lost to TJ, uh as I so adeptly predicted. I, having uh beat the dog out of Jason, moved to the top. Uh Steve and I are both three and one. We're the only three and one teams in the league, but I've outscored him by like seventy points. So I am at the top, despite two weeks ago, winning a game like 82 to 80. Somehow I still have the most points in the league. I guess it's because I I went for 180 and 155 in back-to-back weeks. I suppose that'll help things. Um, Justin beat Kevin. So Kevin had a chance to be number two because he's got 30 points less than me, I think, but still way more than Steve. But now Kevin's, one of six people tied at two and two, and I, I think he's sitting in third place now. Uh, we have just I believe one winless team left, I believe, uh, but that may not be the case. I don't remember. But we have actually I think we have two one and three teams, so we have two three and ones, two one and threes, and six two and twos. After uh, Justin beat Kevin, Matt beat Jeff. By a couple points. It was the one close match this week. Alan beat you, Devin, after I picked you to win last week. You let me down.
0: Some you of You know, bitch. my team underperformed. If they would have performed at their expected levels, I would have been fine. Right. Performance issues. We've all been there.
1: <laughs> uh, the, the crazy thing is Justin beat Kevin by like 30 points. And he had a big fat zero on his team because he had Dez Bryant in his lineup, and Dez didn't play. And I looked at his lineup. He actually didn't have a choice because the only other receiver he had on his roster was on a bye week. So he was kind of hamstrung, but he still managed to pull it out, so that's pretty nifty. So Justin got his first win. Um, going into week five, I think the top two – We'll stay the top two ahead of the pack. I'm playing Matt. Yahoo's favoring me. I'm favoring me. I got some good matchups this week. As long as everybody handles their business like they should, I think I'm going to win running away. Uh, Steve is playing Jeff, and Yahoo currently favors Jeff, but eh, I don't like the matchups. And I feel like Steve's got a few lineup changes he can make, and he instantly goes to the favorite, for me anyway, so I'm picking Steve. Even though I want to be 4-1 and one all by myself, I'm I still going to be in first. You've got to play with your heart. I you mean, your I, brain, I mean. My team is just mashing it points-wise the last couple weeks. So I'm going to stay ahead on points anyway. Uh, Kevin is playing Allen. Yahoo favors Kevin. And looking at matchups and stuff, I like Kevin as well. Jason is playing Justin. Yahoo favors Jason. I favor Justin. I know that's a big shock. I've strayed away from Justin, you know, constantly over the last three years now. hmm <clears throat> TJ is playing you, Devin. And Yahoo favors you. And despite my disappointment last week.
0: You're going to stick with it, huh?
1: I'm I'm still picking you. Because, you know, we scrounged together.
0: We scrounged. You scrounged. We scrounged.
1: Yeah, so I've got faith, man. Don't let me down this week or I'll never pick you again. I understand. So, although that might be a good thing. Maybe I'm jinxing you by picking you.
0: You probably are. Although I
1: don't know. Week two, I picked me, and you still lost because you're playing me. (laughs)
0: Well, I don't think that counts. Um, This week is the week where your fantasy manager's managing skills make you win or lose. Right. This mean, is all the buys start this week.
1: Buy, there was two teams on buy last week. And it was... Was there two? Yeah, it was the Packers were on a buy and the Eagles were on a buy. Um But this week is the week where there's four teams on buy every week for like the next, oh, I don't know, eight Five weeks, weeks or whatever yeah, it is. Five yeah. weeks, Like my so Tom Brady... This yeah, this is the week where it starts to get a, a little more difficult to dodge the bye weeks.
0: So now, all you assholes who laughed at me for drafting Tom Brady, even though he's suspended for four games,
1: it's not that he was suspended for four games that you got laughed at for. It's that you spent your fourth round pick on Russell Wilson and then turned around and spent your fifth round pick on Tom Brady. You picked quarterback back to back.
0: Did I come did on? I, you're you dumb. Did. I hate you. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see now who's laughing.
1: You could have had Brady around 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 later. Yeah, right. And maybe somebody, got another quality running back.
0: Somebody would have got him. And I have I have four quality running backs. Name them. Uh, baby Bell. Okay. Todd Gurley. Okay. Um, one is he's been a little bit injury prone, um, but I mm-hmm. think he's still yeah. a good running back. Um, Arian Foster. Arian Bruised Vagina Foster. Okay. Yeah. And? <laughs> and I have uh, Bears running back. Who's not doing anything? He... D- the two weeks ago, he did.
1: No, he didn't. Don't lie. Stop lying to yourself.
0: <laughs> Jordan Howard.
1: Jordan? Who the fuck is Jordan Howard? You are such a liar. We scored one touchdown? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, he's, he's nice and solid. You could have had DeMarco Murray. Who's been one of the best backs in the league so far? Hmm. Hmm. But you didn't, because you took Tom Brady right after you took Russell Wilson. Hmm.
0: Let's see. Yahoo tells me that Jordan Howard is a solid number two running back. He's a
1: solid number two, is what he is. <gasps>
0: How dare you?
1: <laughs> oh so. boy! But it may work out for you. Having Brady. Brady's going to be pissed off this week,
0: and he plays Cleveland.
1: Yeah, and he's playing Cleveland who is fucking trash. Yeah, they're garbage. I think they're the only winless team left.
0: So Brady's going to light them up.
1: Yeah, he just might.
0: He's fresh, you know. Bitch I might be. He just shot a he just shot a nice Under Armour commercial, right? That um a Patriots fan recorded and then ESPN asked him for permission to use it. Right. And he said, "Nope." He Dude, said not shit. a chance. He said, "You guys, yes. you guys blew up the flake Gate." So, very nice. Um, you want to talk about college football? Sure. I want to mention one thing before we mention USF. Okay. Tennessee, Georgia. Did you see the last thirty seconds of that game?
1: I didn't see it live, but I have obviously seen the highlights, and it was just bananas.
0: How adorable was was that Tennessee coach? Yeah, I mean he's trotting out, and he's just like totally overcome with emotion.
1: Right, I get it. That's I I mean that's that's. Can you imagine the range of emotions? Oh man! In that, like you're you're winning with thirty seconds left, and then you're losing, and you end up with great field position because of an unsportsmanlike conduct, and after the touchdown. And you, you you win it on a hail mary. I mean, statistically, the odds are not very high. Nope. So I mean, I get it. You go from all right, we've got this, to fuck,
0: <laughs> to
1: holy shit,
0: we got it again. Yep.
1: You know. So and I remember thinking because my boss and I talked about it earlier this week. He's a Tennessee fan, and he said, you know, we got a tough schedule coming up because they play Texas and this week and then Alabama next week and I said, "Well, yeah, but at least you got Georgia this week and they they've been Neh. they're mm-hmm. but a little Me. above average. I said, "You should be able to handle them." And then I saw it come across the ticker on the bottom because I don't I don't remember what we were watching at that point. We were watching a different game at that point. And it came across the ticker at the bottom that Georgia was up with 1 second left. And I remember thinking, man, I had to jinx the fuck out of that for him. <laughs> Telling him that Georgia was just so-so eh, and Tennessee was going to roll through him. And then to see the Hail Mary, you know, it's was just for, for all the heartbreaking losses that Tennessee has had the last couple of years, it's like it's all starting to swing back in their favor. You know, like they, early on last season, they let Oklahoma late and, and... Oklahoma came back and won. They led Florida late and ended up, Florida ended up coming back and winning by one point to keep that streak alive, which they finally ended last week. So, and came back big time. They were, I think, down at 1.21, nothing, and then ran off 38 straight points on them. So, it just seems to be like a season of redemption for them. You know, they've started out slow a few times and then come on strong late, so... Uh, hopefully they make good on that because they were given an extra chance here. You know, as far as making a title push. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully they make good on that. Uh, there were a few other amazing plays this weekend. Um, I don't know if you saw the the Michigan interception to seal that game. Where, was that uh, the
0: one? Was that the one-handed one? Yes. Where it was like dude, kind of falling away.
1: Yeah, dude, buddy made the diving one-handed backhanded fucking interception like that's
0: amazing yeah that's really that's critical
1: and then the Clemson Louisville game was bananas uh, I missed a good chunk of it because it started an hour after the USF game started but I I watched during the USF halftime and then there was a good little while after the USF game ended you know there's a good bit left and Clemson was up 28 to 10 and then Lamar Jackson ran off 26 straight points to go up 36 28 and after the last touchdown that they scored Clemson ran the, I want to say Clemson ran the kickoff back you know into Louisville territory and scored like two plays later uh, and then ended up going on to to score the game winning touchdown with like a minute and a half left got the two-point conversion to make it a six-point game, and then ended up stopping them at, like, the 11-yard line. And it was, like, a fourth and 11. And the dude got 10. And didn't fight for the extra yard, just kind of let himself go out of bounds. And it was, like, that's where the game ended, with, like, 20 seconds left. Uh So, I mean, that game, you had a number three versus number five, and it was everything you hoped for. You know, like the the it was everything the Florida State Louisville game was supposed to be. It was just it was back and forth. Clemson looked like they had it. Louisville came storming back, took a lead, it looked like they were gonna run away with it. Lamar Jackson was doing amazing things again, and then Clemson somehow managed to steal it back on a special teams play that gave him the momentum and it was just a great game.
0: It so. was a good it was a good weekend.
1: It really was. It was a great weekend in college football.
0: Uh, Let me get my notes here. You want to talk a little USF? Yeah, let's talk a little bit. They won again.
1: Yes. It was a little tight in the first half. I think it was 24-20 was the halftime score.
0: It was. You're right. I was a little
1: nervous. Cincinnati had put up almost 300 yards in the first half. Didn't look like we were trying to tackle anybody. And then... The second half, they came out with a lot more fire defensively. And Nate Godwin said today at the press conference uh, that the defensive coordinator, Raymond Woody, who is by all all accounts a fairly quiet person, uh, intense enough, obviously, to be a defensive coordinator and handle that that duty, but for the most part, he doesn't scream and shout and get in people's faces. You said duty. And Godwin said that he lit into the defense at halftime and let them have it. And it showed in the second half. It was like a completely different team. And in the first half, it was like it would take five guys to finally make a tackle on somebody. And then in the second half, it was completely different. So they gave up 270-something yards in the first half and then gave up 100, like 115 or 120 in the second half. Just all over him Like why don't rice
0: Why don't rice
1: uh, Marlon Mack
0: Oh yeah broke he, the,
1: uh, he set the school record For career rushing yardage
0: He eclipsed yeah. The great Andre Hall Andre
1: Hall Yeah So and then On the play that he did it He left A poor young man Named Jalen Minor God rest his soul <laughs> And he left broke. him looking For his jockstrap In the middle of the field he uh, he he looked like he was cutting inside. Mister Miner went to take that route, and Marlon made the one-step cut, and uh, Jalen Miner was on his hands and his knees and had no clue where Marlon Mack went. <laughs> so it was dirty. I even the guy, the guy on the broadcast for the ESPNU broadcast, said he I I. It must have been like the most amazing cut he's ever seen. He couldn't stop talking about it. You know, he, he said that's, that guy's tearing knees on plays like that. Um, it was just, it was rude, quite frankly. I thought, you know, Marlon Mack is gen, generally a nice kid, but I thought it was very rude of him to make yeah, that right. kid look stupid right there in front of everybody, in front of his mom, his dad, his parents, you know, his family and and his friends and his teammates. He made him look stupid right there in front of everybody.
0: So, um, uh, let's see here. This makes their, what, 11 out of 14? 11 They've won 11 of their last 14 games.
1: That sounds about right. This is their fifth straight conference
0: win. Which is a school record. And let's see, what else have we got here? This is Tenth. their... Tenth straight
1: game with two hundred yards plus rushing, which is the longest streak in the country.
0: The and I got a whole list of things that they've accomplished so far. Ninth straight game with thirty-five points or more.
1: Yep, which I believe is also a school record.
0: And ninth straight game with four hundred fifty yards of uh, offense.
1: Right. I,
0: I can believe say that's
2: pretty good.
1: I want to say they're also like, fifth in the country uh, in scoring offense. So
0: it's a pretty incredible turnaround from two years ago where if a team got to 17, we were fucked. (laughs) I remember, like, I was like, I mean, I think I remember you and I literally sitting there saying, oh, shit, they just got to 17. Well, you know. Those were the
1: days where, like, we were just hoping we would get inside the 35 so Money Marv could knock it in from 50. (laughs) Right. You know?
0: Yeah. And
1: here we are. We're, we're setting, you know, all kinds of, of new records for USF. It's incredible. It's a, Here's the thing. Like, allegedly Mark Harlan, the AD, pulled Taggart in his office after the 2014 season and said, win or lose, this team has to be more exciting because we can't sell the football that we're playing right now. And give him credit by a win or lose i mean we we lost by 20 to fsu but the game was fucking entertaining as hell then we still put up over 450 yards still scored 35 on fsu you know so again win or lose it's entertaining it's been fun since he cut them loose against syracuse last year and just let them play
0: yep i think that's really you're it's right been that's such the key a
1: fun team to watch you know, especially like in games like this year's Syracuse game where we were down seventeen nothing and everybody's going, Oh fuck, here we go again. Yeah, we're gonna USF this and then <laughs> we come storming back and run off twenty eight straight points and then end up winning forty five to twenty. You know, that's entertaining. That's fun. It was it was fun. It was legitimately fun to watch the to watch the game. And then this game was again it was tight in the first half it was a little back and forth we score they score we score they score and the defense gets it together in the second half and it it just it's fun watching our guys make their defense look silly i agree you know and now tupperville this is the best part about it to me is tupperville said they've been preparing for this game since we put up 65 on them last year and they still gave up 45 and got curb stomped in their own house.
0: You Stupid know, man bear cats. And
1: Matt Rule, the Temple coach, said at the media days that USF was the fastest team they played all year last year. So, I mean, and that was another game where they came in ranked and we molly them and, and left them limping walking out of the stadium. So, that it's it's a fun exciting uh different kind of team and i hate to use the word swagger but they've got a swagger about them
0: i know swagger's such a dumb word
1: it is but i i don't know that there's a better word to describe it you know like this this offense has swagger. they know they can go out and if they execute the other team cannot stop them so it's fun
0: It is fun. It's exciting. And this week is Homecoming. ECU, yep. It's a dumbass noon game again. It is, although it may be slightly cooler
1: because the hurricane is expected to push in some cooler air from the north.
0: Yeah, I saw that the high, I saw it ranges anywhere from 85 to 88 um, and breezy. So air quotes, cooler. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, that's better than 93. You know, or a hundred or whatever it was last week when we were there. Ninety five and no breeze. Um and we're getting the gold helmets again, the Chrome ones.
1: Yeah. And then they announced next week's game against UConn is actually a seven o'clock kickoff, finally.
0: Which is still here. That's a that's a home yes. game, yeah. Yeah, we got three games in September and three games in October and then one game in in November home. Right. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know why they it's do that stupid kind shit. Kind of front loaded. It's been like that the past couple of years too. Yeah, it's really strange. Um I have a Memphis road trip shaping up. Right. Um, I think a couple of us, like me and Jeff and uh maybe my pops on one of his, and uh, our buddy Eric, mm-hmm. who's you know, the big bearded guy. Um, I think we're gonna go up there. His Eric's parents live in Memphis. So we got a place to stay for free. And um if I can take the Durango, I can see four people plus all the gear and get like twenty seven miles to the gallon. Right. So we may that's that's probably go I'll probably try and buy tickets for that like maybe next week. Nice. So that'll be kinda of fun on the road, you know. Sure. Uh, let's see what else have we got here. Oh, um I th- I don't remember if this announcement was this week or last week. I think it was last week, but it was after the podcast. The um USF San Jose State game got moved up to week 0. Yes. So that's going to be part of that whole like five or six games that start the week before. Football starts, if that makes sense.
1: Kickoff classic kind of deal. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So they should get some really good exposure. And this will be one of the first times they'll have a road opener. Right. Because usually, I don't even remember. We were talking about before the podcast. I don't even remember the last time
1: we had a road opener. Yeah, the last one was 2011 against Notre Dame. Seemed to work out all right besides (laughs) the whole eight-hour game because of lightning delays and such.
0: Um who was or that was, it was that now, Brian Kelly? As it is,
1: yeah that was when uh when Brian Kelly was purple
0: red face Brian Kelly bless his heart.
1: Right. Uh the lightning delay should now be tabbed as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers special.
0: <laughs> right. Second week in a row they got delayed.
1: Yeah. And I I mean I get that they they announce the game times and stuff before the season. But I would think if you had this problem last week, where it was a four o'clock kickoff or a four thirty kick, and come seven o'clock you're still playing in the fourth quarter, and there's a storm coming through and there's lightning involved, the next week when there's storms forecast, <laughs> what's you exact say, same forecast? Hey guys, let's move this up to one o'clock so we can get the game in and get people home safely before the storm rolls in and we have another lightning delay
0: or ruin the television schedule.
1: Right. You know how bad? It was all fucked last week after that.
0: When they like, rolled Simpsons out.
1: Simpsons was still airing at like 9.15.
0: When they roll that weather delay, it's automatic 30-minute delay. Because it takes 30 minutes to get everyone out and off the field, right? All the equipment packed up. Right. And then it takes at least 10 minutes for, let's say let's say it's immediately better. It takes them at least 10 minutes to figure out that it's immediately better. And then there's another 10-minute warm-up. Well, that, and then you've also, you've got to wait for the lightning to clear the area. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's, only if it's immediately better. Right. You've got a 30-minute minimum delay, but you're probably looking at close to an hour at least. Exactly. So, I wonder how irritating that is to the NFL. I don't know, but they have control of that. Schedule it early, move it up. Yeah, push it up. Just move Do it at 1 o'clock game It's east coast Do 1 o'clock And sorry about your luck If you have to wake up And watch the 49ers play At 9am
1: Yeah You know what I mean Oh well Sorry about your luck You know Like you you blast it all over The news and the radio Anywhere you can Hey guys The game is moving up Because you don't just Decide this the day of You see the forecast A couple days out Or like the history of time That it's always raining Blared out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hey, we don't want to run into a lightning problem, so Sunday the game is moving to one o'clock.
0: Hey, it's Dollar Water Day. You're welcome. Love the NFL. Right. Oh, uh, let's see. What else do I have on here? Georgia got that already. How about postseason baseball?
1: Started tonight.
0: Started tonight. Blue Jays won in the
1: 11th inning with a walk-off three-run home run from Edwin Encarnacion. So I don't know if I was the only one, but I was secretly pulling for Toronto to win this game because the winner would go on to play Texas.
0: And Texas is number one seed.
1: Right. And Texas and Toronto have a little bit of history. Just (laughs) a little bit. Uh, The bat flip last year with Batista – uh that didn't sit well with the rangers uh batista getting beaned in their last regular season meeting back in like what was it june late may something like that and uh batista getting in the face of odour who then proceeded to wobble batista with a straight shot to the jaw So we knew back then that the only way these teams would see each other again is if they got to the playoffs and happened to face each other. And here
0: they are.
1: I think this is what the baseball gods wanted. For that to all break down just perfect like that. I mean, the Red Sox were on like a 12-game winning streak, 11-game winning streak, something like that, coming down the stretch. And they caught up to the Rangers pulled even. They were going to take home field and all that stuff. And then suddenly they lose five out of six. In the Rangers' clinch home field, I think it's just what the baseball gods wanted.
0: So. Um, I, I'm kind of lucky the Rays aren't playing because now my MLB TV will um will let me watch it, you know, because I don't have to worry about blackout or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. So,
0: um, what we have
1: is obviously the Rangers are playing the Blue Jays. And the Red Sox and Indians start in Cleveland. And then on the other side, I believe the Cubs will play the winner of the Giants. And I want to say the Cardinals, but I could be mistaken on that. In fact, no, they're playing the Mets, Giants and Mets. Uh, Cardinals missed the postseason this time. So the Cubs will play the winner of that, and the Dodgers are playing the Nationals. So, it'll be interesting. I'm going to stick with my Red Sox-Cubs prediction from the preseason. And hopefully the Red Sox can keep the Cubs drought just one year longer.
0: (laughs) I think the Cubs would be all right. Um, I think,
1: honestly, if if we're picking objectively, if I'm setting my Red Sox bias aside, I think the, the Cubs have a really good chance. The problem is, the Cubs had a pretty good chance last year and then ran into a buzzsaw pitching staff in the Mets. So, if you end up against a team that's got, you know, obviously the Cubs have Arietta at the top of the rotation, but if you run into a team that's strong like that, you know, it, it, the postseason, every year it comes down to who has the strongest pitching. Because that's just, that's what wins games in the playoffs. You can slug all season. But then when you get to the postseason you're facing the best pitching in the league and if you're not, then that team is likely going to be out quickly so I would I would love as long as it doesn't come to, at the Red Sox expense, I would love to see <laughs> the Cubs win it you know and yeah. I don't think the Mets even if they have to play the Mets this year I don't think the Mets will be a problem because they've got injury concerns all over that rotation this year
0: if the cubs win this year does john madden get or john does uh joe madden get a statue
1: joe madden gets whatever the fuck he wants (laughs) and here's the thing theo epstein if the cubs win the world series theo epstein goes down as a god
0: yeah
1: to end the 86 year drought in boston and I think was going to end up being a hundred and eight-year drought if they end it this year, for uh, for Chicago, because I believe nineteen oh eight was the last time they won it. Uh, it just that's incredible to be to be linked to ending the drought for two storied franchises like that. He goes down as a god, as far as I'm
0: concerned. We need to get him done here in Tampa. They're on, like, what, a 25-year drought.
1: Yeah, well, if he came down here and turned Tampa into a winner on the shitty payroll down here, he's quite possibly the most amazing GM In or history. executive that's ever existed. <laughs> nice. So,
0: oh, let's see, what else do I have? I think... That's all I got. Okie dokie. You got anything else you need to... Add? Want to add?
1: Uh, no, nothing that I can think of off the top. Uh, preseason basketball is back. Not that we've ever really been a huge NBA NBA pusher. So, I mean, that's exciting. Hockey is is back into full preseason swing, so that's exciting. Uh, Red Wings and Lightning, I think, open the regular season, so that should be fun. Oh yeah, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a fight
0: or two. Oh yeah, those—that's a budding yeah. rivalry. Yeah, just because like, they play each other every year in the playoffs.
1: Right, and that's—I think that was the NHL's goal with setting the playoff system up like it is now. But I—I I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean I like the system. I think the system's fucked up. But I gotcha. It's—it's it's interesting. I mean—I mean, it makes for that where you have a higher probability of playing the same team several years in a row. But we'll see.
0: Uh, let's see, that's all I got. There was a, a trailer drop for the next Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Yes, which I found interesting.
0: I don't know, how many, how many sea creatures can one guy piss off?
1: Well, now it's ghosts. Hey, Thanks, come on. So, what I want to know is if it's just going to be Johnny Depp or some of the original cast coming back. Like, because uh, the last one only had Barbosa. Really? Didn't even and, have? And it wasn't. It, it It was okay. It wasn't up to par with the first three.
0: What was that guy's name? Orlando Bloom. And didn't have Keira, Orlando Bloom? Kira Knightley? Lee. Knightley? No Knightley. Um. Nope. And then all of those. British Armada guys. Right. Although one of them turned pirate, didn't he? Uh
1: I don't maybe. Remember.
0: I don't know. You know, the first one, there is just nothing. The rest of them are not even close to as good as the first one for me. Right. I mean, the first one was great. So. Hopefully this well, is kind of a... I mean, a, that's
1: the trendsetter, so...
0: Yeah. Not very often that you get... We've had that discussion before about uh, sequels being better or not better, right? So, well, that's all I got. So, um, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, and um, guess, oh, you have a joke, don't you? I do have a joke to close things out. What we got? You're
1: <laughs> gonna love this one because it's slightly racist but very punny. So, Devin. Yes. Here is the question. Go ahead. If you spin a Chinaman around fast enough, does he get disoriented? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Get it?
1: Because China orient
0: Disorient, disoriented. Then, right. if you spin him, you do get disoriented, right? But then, you in the China part, and then you get the racist tone,
1: right? I like China it. orient.
0: I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it tomorrow. Nice. I get free lunch at work tomorrow. Jackpot.
1: Nice. I got free lunch today.
0: We got donuts today. It's like
1: Pioneer Pizza. Pioneer Pizza down here. Let me tell you, the next time you guys come down here, we're going to go down to Punta Gorda and get Pioneer Pizza because it's amazing.
0: Is it better or equal to Precinct? I, personal opinion, I think it's better. Okay.
1: Not the not the precinct is bad. No, no, I understand. It's up there. They're both good. Here's here's the thing I love about their their meat lovers, the sausage you on their sausage. pizzas, is not like the crumbles little meatballs like type sausage. sausage. It's actually fucking sausage sliced up oh, onto that's the, the pizza. Yeah,
0: that because that's crumbled it's sausage. Amazing. Is so fucking lazy. It is. And if you slice it, then you you're taking care. There's a little pride in your craft. Right, because you're slicing it and then you're cooking it and yep. you're throwing it in on the pizza. I agree. Same thing with tomatoes. If you get tomatoes, if they're diced, you're an asshole. If right. they're sliced, then you have some pride in your craft.
1: Sure. Well, I mean, it could be hand diced tomatoes. It doesn't necessarily no. have
0: to be canned, but. I don't do diced. Lazy. Right, that's too much work. like, chop, 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 chop. Okay, now it's diced. As opposed yeah. to sliced, sliced. That's my slicing noise. Sweet. Nice. So, um, let's wrap this thing up so I can go to bed. I'm tired. Okay, pussy. I mean sleepy head. Sleepy You freakly head,
1: eyes. <coughs> I'm
0: gonna take a peek at Finn and Archer. Make sure that one's not smothering the other, although they're both big boys. Right.
1: I feel like if one is smothering the Archer the other, it'd be Archer smothering Finn.
0: Right. If Finn's too polite to push him off. Right,
1: maybe you'll know, Archie.
0: Archer would just punch him. Right. <laughs> so, well, fantastic. Love you guys.
1: Alrighty, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.